Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Does the NHL send players to the Olympics in Beijing, China? 67% of respondents saying, no, the NHL won't send their players to the Olympics. The last Olympics did not have NHLers, right? I am 50-50. Knowing NHL players the way that I do, sorry to say, a lot of them will be like, are we getting paid? No, you're not. Uh, Then I don't want to go. And I would vote no. The players don't go to Beijing. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. It is uh, brought to you, as always, by our friends at Great Western Original 16 Beer. Coming to you, uh, this portion from South Florida. That is the overseas highway in the Florida Keys, where they film Bloodline. And uh, one half of the show coming from there, and the other half coming to you from the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, where with 13 games on in the National Hockey League tonight, all Canadian teams were to be playing... Uh, but now the Calgary Flames are not. And as we learned last hour, Darren, I'm not sure if you caught it or not. Matthew Sikaris is with us from Sikaris and Price. And he says tonight's Canucks game is in jeopardy because of a COVID. One player with a Canucks testing positive, apparently. Brad Marchand, we just got news from the Boston uh, Bruins, is one of many with the Bruins that is going into COVID protocol. I cannot believe this. I can't. Maybe you need to make sense of things for me. Um, I see Habs for Life is the account watching on YouTube regarding the NHLers to the Olympics. He says, I would not go to China, especially since that tennis player is still not found. I thought we were getting somewhat back to order in the world. I know. Clearly, I was wrong. Clearly, I was way out to lunch on that one. Oh, yeah. Smack right back (laughs) into it. Like, it's insane. It's it's insane. But, you know... when you see that in Brad Marchand and now the Canucks and the Flames and the Senators went through it and, and it's just, it seems like it's getting worse and it almost feels like, you know, when we're getting breaking news on the fly every 15 minutes in the NHL, it feels like March of 2020 a little bit when, you know, oh. was it Rudy Gobert in basketball with the Jazz and then we got more and more and we hear of more and then all of a sudden, what are leagues going to do? Are they going to shut down? And now I'm sitting here thinking... Would the NHL consider a shutdown if too many teams have to, you know, pause their seasons? But then I also think about the vaccinations that we've gone through. And there are a lot of teams that are still very diligent with COVID and they haven't had any outbreaks. And you need to reward those teams, too. This is a really confusing situation. 
confusing is a great term. And to be honest, I say this as a fan of the game of sport and for sure the National Hockey League. But the NHL was literally bragging that they had single-digit number of players that weren't vaccinated going into the year, remember? Mm-hmm. It was like less than 10 players or less than right. 1%. Why are we having all these breakouts? I, I don't understand. I thought if we got vaccinated, we weren't necessarily immune, but it would help. Like I, that's the, compu- the, the confusing part to me because – I get the members of society. I get the CFL players, the NFL players that didn't look, my God, do we need to go down the Aaron Rodgers road? And he went into COVID protocol. What are we doing here? I know. So, and I am a little skewed living in Florida because, I mean, it's like the word's getting out. I mentioned Eddie Johnson wrote me today, the former NFL and CFL punter. He's like, how is it down there in Florida? I think the Dolphins were one of nine teams that Eddie played for. And uh, I'm like, it's amazing, but I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> What's it like where you are? You still got to show proof of vaccination to go into a restaurant or oh, the yeah. gym? Absolutely. Everywhere you go, you know, you got you to show proof of vaccination. And now it's just part, it's just standard. You just always have it on you. So really, it's no big deal at all. It's no big deal, but it's still very much a thing. Absolutely. It's no big deal to live, but it's a big deal for these these pro teams. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm hoping people didn't turn on their television or go onto YouTube to watch us today and help, and hope that we would have the answers. Cause we sure as a heck don't. And having said that, look at the Western hockey league where, you know, I've been doing Pats games. You've been doing Pats games. You don't hear breakouts or pauses in their schedule. Right. I just, I, what is going on anyways to happier things. Second hour, of the RP Show is brought to you daily by Original 16. Extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. Um, Mark and Melfort watching says, uh, one solution if there's more breakouts is to stop the season for two weeks and then just don't go to the Olympics. Then adjust the schedule. Um... Didn't we say that when this whole thing started just as a world? It's like if we could just stop the world for two weeks, yeah, this would go away. I know. Unfortunately, I'm not making light of his comment. No, no, no. But that was my thought, too. I'm like, look, at, and probably not two weeks. It'd probably be more like four to six weeks just to figure it out. But shut it down and just get everybody healthy and get rid of it. Sounds really you know, fun and romantic and idealistic and all these other things, you know, but the problem is, is I'm not going to stop going to my thing, right? I'm going to keep doing my thing. We had too many people like that, um, that would just not allow it. And unfortunately there's, they only need to have one or two of those people to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Roger Yee, uh, watching in Calgary says, Rod, are you going to spend the winter in Florida. Uh, as a matter of fact, Roger, no, that's not the plan. And we have some very, very exciting news that I'm going to leave to you, Darren, that I know that you don't want to divulge today. But I think but Roger will be happy. Yes, he right? will be. I'm very excited about this news as it pertains to Canada. Roger. And the RP show. Yeah. You will be very happy, I think. Oh, yeah. Good one, Rod. And Darren and our entire team. It's a yes. 
When do you want to drop that, by the way? I was going to ask you that on the phone this morning. Um, Friday? Yeah. Okay. If you're good. Or, I, yeah, or for this. Or, sure. Friday. LF Friday. Sure. But I'm. This is. Uh, 2022 will be. It's the biggest announcement we've ever had for the RP show. So yep. for Chris Bird in King City, Ontario, who wrote in last week and said, it looks like your show's growing, Rod. Unlike sports talk radio ratings that are going down in Canada, it looks like your show's growing. This will be a... No. <laughs> it's the biggest <laughs> announcement we've ever had. Can I drop another so, hit? Something else? Yeah, of course. It's your show. You do whatever the hell well, you want. So Friday, and this, is, this will be important to the guys back, Friday... We will drop that news, which will pertain to 2022. And tomorrow, okay, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll unveil the RP show text jingle. Tomorrow. Awesome. Um, Not like we've went off track today because we never were on track today, but we are in viewer takeover right now. Northside YEG in Edmonton watching says, let's go, boys. What is it? Can you just wait till Friday? Just wait till Friday. But I'm I'm very excited about the future of this show, excited for the future of us, just everything. It's great. Um, John Kirby in Edmonton says, Rod, do you think the World Juniors will happen without COVID outbreaks? Let's put it this way. If they get it, if they get to Red Deer in Edmonton, if they get there and they start playing, then I'm very confident that they will. I just, with what's gone on in the NHL right now and canceled games, why, how would anybody, how could you not be nervous and question that? How could you, how could anybody definitively stand up and say, yes, there will be world juniors? It, it's just highly confusing right now. I know. I know. It, it is. But you know what? That's, that's Hockey Canada dealt with this last year, Right. And pulled it off, by, by the way. Granted, they were in the bubble, and they had the framework of the NHL's COVID protocol in their bubble. But when it comes to the World Juniors, Red Deer, and Edmonton, I don't think there's going to be any issues either. I think it's going to go off without a hitch. I think, you know, we're going to be okay. And, and you know what? I think worst-case scenario, what happens? You have a couple of countries that come in, maybe with time to quarantine, great, but if they ever have an outbreak... And you have one or two countries that have to pull out of the uh, World Juniors? That might happen. I'd be prepared for that. But I don't think that would derail the entire tournament. I really don't. So you got it. Like, this is a different circumstance. You got to be prepared for everything. Like you say, this is very similar to spring of 2020. Yeah. You know, very similar. And I just thought we were out of this. Um, Switching gears for a second, just on the future of the CFL. And I invite all of our, hey, all of our viewers in South Florida that came for the hockey, hey, you let me know what you want to talk about. But it is majority Canadians. I get it. Uh, Chris Bird in King City, Ontario, biggest CFL fan probably that I know for sure in Southern Ontario, says it is difficult to present the Canadian Football League as legitimate when the mainstream media consistently ignores or dumps on it for decades. This is why a completely new approach is needed. Um... It's 111 Eastern, by the way. Just want to point that out. Uh, <laughs> I really feel like we need to stop blaming the media. Uh, 
from a CFL perspective, I do. You weren't part of the show last hour, I don't think, when I said what I fear for the CFL is not everybody can get on the same page with what this league needs being forward. Not everybody can agree on what this league needs to be moving forward other than what it exactly is right now. That's right. Three downs, nine teams, certain amount of ratio, percentage, blah, blah, blah. Bob's your uncle. It's, it's the aversion to change. You and got a huge audience right now. Need- that loves the CFL. Yeah. And, and Bob Irving mm-hmm. mentioned this in, in, a, in a tweet that kind of went viral, you know, that you'd lose a sizable base. And that's probably true, but the base is shrinking every day and every year. So you want to keep that base, but you also need the next generation. And there's a gap, right? You know, when my grandpa in that age, they would take us to the games. Well, we're not taking our kids to the games. Right. There's a generational gap here. We still love it and we want to watch it on TV. We want to go to the games, but it's not translating into the next generation. So there's that gap. It needs some changes. And you're right. Not everybody can get on the same page with what direction we need to go in. And that's where the problem lies. Can't get everybody on the same page. If we all were, we'd be in great shape. Wayne, uh, there's there's a lot here. There's a lot. Pardon me. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in and says, the outbreaks across all other sports are a testament to the discipline the CFL showed this year. And that's true. I can't even imagine the headaches that the coaches and the GMs went through, keeping their players safe, the testing. I don't even know what went on behind the scenes. The fact that they finished the season is a minor miracle because they weren't dealing with the resources that the other major leagues were dealing with. Um, Hey, Mandy. Mandy in Edmonton's watching. She says, I'm going to venture a guess that the RP show audience or announcement will be having a live audience. It's got to happen now or later. Just waiting for it. I want to thank Mandy for the gift with the card that she sent, which is like a gift. I appreciate that. You sent me the picture of that today. Thank you, Mandy. And I guess you are in part correct. You are in part correct. Yeah. Um, Janelle. Janelle. Tarnopolsky watching. She says, how is the market in Ottawa? Are they falling behind? Well, yes and no, but that's the team's fault. They've been terrible for the last two seasons. So you turn on the television and you watch Ottawa Red Blacks games. They're having a party in there. Stadium only holds 24,000. It's not that hard to fill it. Ottawa will be fine. They just got to get their act together on the field. Uh, and then and then they'll be fine. It's a great, It's a great football market. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I would love to see the RP show on Sirius XM. And that's where I wanted to go next with the discussion because we had a viewer, Mark, in Melfort write in last week regarding us going to Sirius XM satellite radio. And we never, I promised him that we would talk about it and then we never did. Can I just say my little piece of this? Because yeah. you did the dealings with Sirius XM. They wanted us, but on their terms that were not agreeable to you. Fair? That's, that's pretty fair. That's fair. Yeah. Because we continue to do our but, thing and we're fine. We, it's just, we uh, don't it close good any for... doors. None. We don't close I think I was doors. fairly nice with what I just said there. Oh, it's perfect. No, no, no. For sure. But because we said no, doesn't mean we said no forever. Right. So, yes, we um, have had talks with Sirius XM, but we have not been able to meet an agreement. How about that? That's perfect. How about that? Wayne, 
Wayne's got, he's got some busy hands going on. He's writing on YouTube and he's writing the 902-518-3033 text line number. And Wayne says, hi, Rod, I know you don't want to talk COVID, but I think part of the problem is testing the players in sports every day. Why not treat COVID like we used to treat the flu? COVID will be with us just like the flu. COVID is not cancer. Uh, I'm not really here for that discussion today. How about you, Moose? It's not cancer, but it's not the flu either. Right. How about that? How about that? Um, Roger in Calgary wants to know, will there be free crisp meat burritos for the live studio audience? You get a burrito. You get a burrito. <laughs> you get a burrito. I like it. Can you imagine? That would be great. Oh. Look, the whole announcement itself is incredibly excited. There's one particular part of this announcement, which we're going to make on Friday. Can, uh, can we make the announcement about the event on Friday? Are they um, ready for that? Probably not. Okay, I mean, it okay, is okay. happening. It is. We are doing it. But let's just let's wait on that for a little while. Yeah, well, it's not just us anymore. <laughs> How about that? That's right. It's not just you and me that? anymore. Making these this types of announcements, we've got a big. This is great, yeah. and I love I love the audience guessing what we're going to be announcing on Friday. Awesome. Well, we've got we've got a really big partner. Yeah, um, John in Edmonton. The announcement is that you're finally coming back to Facebook and also going live stream on Twitch, buddy. It is so much bigger than that. And finally, I know, right? Uh, we're going to break and come back okay. and continue more of whatever this is. And we've got Jesse Pierce coming up from NHL.com. She covers the Minnesota Wild. They got a big one tonight. That might be the game of the night, actually, the Carolina Hurricanes in many. I think the game that I'm going to is the game of the night in the National Hockey League. So just hang on. Yeah, We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Daytime sports talk continues from gorgeous South Florida. And the Moose is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle in the bunker. Hey, just before we bring him back in. Around. And we got him now. Several. That was uh, that was like a kid's camp okay. type thing. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that was what's going on there. Um, hey, <clears throat> here's what's going on in sports. The Maple Leafs in Edmonton tonight. The Oilers have lost five in a row with four of those defeats coming at home. I feel like like every one of these NHL games tonight are the featured game. The Leafs have dropped their last two on the road and three of their last five overall. We talked a lot last hour about the Vancouver Canucks looking to make it five straight wins under Bruce Boudreau when they welcome the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. And that is our poll question today. Are the Boudreau-led Canucks for realsies? It's about 50-50. Yes or no for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Uh, the struggling Montreal Canadiens are in Pittsburgh. The Habs are mired in a three-game losing skid and have won just twice in their last 10. Also tonight, Ottawa is here at Florida. I'll be at it. 7 p.m. at FLA Live Arena. The Winnipeg Jets welcome Buffalo. Happy Jets game day. 
Sens entered the play tonight two points above the last place Habs in the NHL's Eastern Conference standing. So be paying attention tomorrow for my NHL top five, bottom five. It's going to be spicy. The Toronto Raptors spicy. go on the road facing the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets in the NBA tonight. The Raps are coming off a 124-104 route of Sacramento last night. Toronto expected to be without Delano Banton for tonight's contest after he left midway through last night's game with what the team calls a non-COVID illness. Uh, Ticats head coach Orlando Steinauer is scheduled to hold a season-ending media availability today. His team missed a chance to win the Great Cup in Hamilton Sunday, of course, losing in overtime to the Blue Bombers. The Ticats now face an off-season of uncertainty with their top two quarterbacks set to enter free agency. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Time moves for what I think should be a daily public service announcement, and that is that goalies are people too. Um, well, hey, by the way, Phyllis is watching in Winnipeg, and she says, thanks, Rod. Go Jets, go. Happy Jets game day. Just, it's, it's, it's a thing in Winnipeg. It's a thing in every NHL market, but I just yep. feel like it's a bigger thing in Winnipeg. But the reason I say goalies are people too, I hey, I tend to get defensive. Have you noticed? Once but last twice. hour, my, my third point was Team Canada's coach, Dave Cameron. Nobody cared that I was offended. He's like, I'm not really paying attention to the goalies. They made the team, so what? Dylan Guerin, Sebastian Casa, and Brett Brochu. Like, literally nobody cared. Yeah. Am I making too much of that? You should care. Well, I just feel like. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I agree. You should. You should care. I mean, <clears throat> are you trying to take the attention away from the goaltending because the goaltending is not very good? Or, you know, are you trying to say, no, we're so confident in our goalies that I'm not really worried. But he didn't say either one of those. He's just kind of like, oh, yeah, no, I, they, they're, they're there. Okay. But that's how they generally feel about goalies. Just in the back of the and room, the most off to the side. It's the most important position on the ice. I'm not even looking at him. I guess I should just be, just admire the honesty, I guess. I guess. Uh, James Zylstra is watching in Manitoba. He says, Rod, I need a burrito. Then go get one. But it's Taco Tuesday. It's $2 tacos. Thursday's the burrito deal. I'm just putting that out there. Ryan watching in Saratoga, New York says, goalies, punters, old linemen, catchers, we're people too. I was a goalie and a catcher. Double whammy. You know. I just want to say this. A um, couple things on the CFL. I just, sometimes I feel like I'm getting tugged in all these different directions. I got these coaches yeah. in the States DMing me on Twitter going, I'm listening. Well, that's cool, but there are other things to talk about. Right. But, yeah, well, you get it. It's like, again, I'll talk about what I want to talk about. And there are a few things there. I mean, one, it's just, is there a way to cash in on the fact that the Canadian Football League has so much cachet in America amongst the football people? And does it even matter? We were talking down here the other day about it would be nice to see what the CFL ratings were in America, because I watched all the playoff games and Grey Cup on ESPN channels. Wouldn't it be interesting to know what that was? And does it even matter? You get where, and I haven't just worked in the CFL. As you know, I've done the 
World Juniors had close associations with the NHL and now NFL teams. I my 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 immediate inclination and all these things are with the four downs and moving the season up is I don't care anymore because I've sat in the meetings with these big shot marketing gurus that got 27 letters behind their name saying, Rod, stay in your lane. I've just been zapped so much into staying into my lane. I'm going to stay in my lane. You guys figure it out. But then you sit at a table in the Cafe Seville in Fort Lauderdale last night and the owner's getting all these Big football big shots on the phone because they love the CFL. Where are we? How do you capitalize on that, I guess, is my question. Isn't that the $64,000 question? That absolutely is. It's how do you capitalize on this heat? You know, we know who's paying attention. And if we knew who was paying attention and we marketed who was paying attention, people would be like, oh, this is a pretty cool league. I should be watching, right? Because I can guarantee you, Kim yeah. Coates was probably watching the Great Cup last night, right? Our buddy Kim Coates. Who else was watching? Let us know. Like, let's blow this up a little bit because it's a pretty cool game. But, you know, how do you capitalize on that? That is the $64,000 question because, yeah, I can tell people Kim Coates is watching, but what does that do? How do I do this properly and do it at scale? It's, it's tough, but that's what you get paid to do. Yeah. Well, I'm all for the... I'm all for the uh, U.S. expansion thing, but just there's so many people that aren't that yeah. uh, I'm just kind of sitting back and watching and and doing my little thing here. Um, Jordan, you were watching on YouTube as we switch gears over to hockey, and the hockey fans will love that. Overtaking Canada in goalie development or overall player development. <laughs> You want to talk about something I could talk about till next week? How we can't find goalies in Canada? Yeah. How we take our eye off the ball there? I know. The only place we found goalies over the years seemed to be Quebec, right? And well, there's nothing wrong with that, no? obviously. Quebecers are people, too. That's right. Where they watch us religiously on Videotron, Cable Carrier, Rogers, and Eastlink. Uh, Phyllis makes a really good comment here she's in winnipeg she says i'm happy at how much nhl hockey has caught on in the u.s in the last few years the more the merrier oh yeah listen i wish you could have been down here the night before thanksgiving philly, philly flyers were here and i was sitting in the lower bowl usually what i do just so you know is go and yeah. watch the first period maybe a period and a half in the press box you of all people would appreciate the being seen thing just so they know that i was in the press box and then I'll move down for a better look at ice level of what's going on. And I think I reported this um, on the air the next day because we were on the air. I said it felt like it felt like a Canadian NHL game. It was a big crowd. It was a holiday atmosphere. It was the night before Thanksgiving. But hockey has come a long ways in America. The media has not caught up to it, however. And that's why I think... This show's popularity in America has grown so much is because of the amount of hockey that we talk about. Agree or disagree? No, I agree. I agree. Not a lot of sources in you know throughout the U.S. to get high quality hockey coverage. We know we both know that. So no, I, I agree with that. I think that's why we're catching on for sure. <clears throat> Mandy in Edmonton watching. She says nothing's getting by Rod, goalie and catcher. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. These 
very lightning fast reflexes here. That's why I'm a, I'm a broadcaster. Um, John and Kirby, uh, John Kirby in Edmonton speaks for a lot of people when he says, if the CFL expands to the U.S. again, I'm giving up my season tickets and not going to watch. Perfect. Is that not the postcard for open-mindedness right there? How yeah. about that? There's, to me, there's so many things wrong with that statement right there. Not changing, not considering it. Nope. You change, I'm gone. Awesome. What more is there to be said about that? I, I know it's that's difficult because I like the, the two sides of that are look at this is my favorite game and I don't want to see a change and I love it. Please don't take it away from me. So I, I sympathize with that. But look like to be so close minded to no, if we're not doing the same way we've always done. I'm not in like it's like, you know, what if I what if I Thanks was sitting here one week out from from going home and seeing the family here at the holidays and being like. So I was thinking, maybe we could watch a different Christmas movie. Nope, it's not this. Nope, it's not this. Maybe we could add sweet potatoes to the Christmas meal. Nope, if it's not the same. At least I would like so just to be just to be open. Just try it, okay? If you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. But just try it, okay? Just just try it because it might be better for you. Well, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with John. There's a lot of Johns. A lot of people just like him in Canada. But I can tell you this, it's refreshing as heck to be doing what I'm doing, and that is investigating all these, the bowl system, you know, searching for tickets to the Boca Raton Bowl, the Orange Bowl, learning yeah. something new, meeting new people, new relationships. It's awesome. But not for everybody. Uh, Randy in Winnipeg watching on the 902-518-3033. He's texting in on that number. Regarding our announcement, he says, uh, Randy from the peg here, live show from Taco Time. LOL. <sighs> How awesome would that be? So good. Be so good. How much could you eat? What would you eat? Oh, I'd start with uh, a crisp meat burrito, and then I would. We always do. Slow let down it cool with, down some, first. with some Mexi fries. Yeah, I got to let it cool down. So I'd have some Mexi fries. And then I would just go, I would just start having hard tacos after hard tacos. So I'd probably take, you know, four, five, six hard tacos and smash them up, make my own taco salad. You want to know something? What's that? I never have tacos at taco time. <laughs> How about that? Spicy. How about that? I always have crisp meat burrito, soft meat burrito. Sometimes if I'm feeling on the edge, I'll have a taco salad. Wild, I know. DG in Saskatoon writes in and says, Morning, guys. I guess I can add a, stat a statistic to the CFL crowd debate. The average attendance at a CFL regular season game in 2021 was 19,100. The average attendance at an XFL regular game in 2020 was 18,100. So a difference of pretty much exactly 1,000 people. That being said, the BC Lions had announced crowds at times of exactly 12,500. The Ottawa Red Blacks had two games with exactly 15,000. So take those figures how you may. You can't take 2021 
CFL attendance at all and put it into no because of COVID. Attendances were capped. Right. That's a monkey wrench. That is not something that we can debate at this point in time. But I appreciate the stats. Our next guest has logged in, Clark tells me. So, um, yeah, and it's time for a break. Moose, I'll see you back here for overtime. What do you see say? See you for overtime. All right, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network across Canada in all 10 provinces, 31 states in the U.S., and live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio with Rod Peterson. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is the RP show on a gorgeous Tuesday here in South Florida. We're talking hockey. 13 games in the National Hockey League on the slate tonight. I'm not sure if that includes the postponed flames at Nashville or not, but still a lot of games. And the featured game might be the Carolina Hurricanes at the Minnesota Wild. Jesse Pierce covers the Minnesota Wild for NHL.com. She's no stranger to this program, and she's also on the Bar Down Beauties podcast. And she joins us today in a game day. How you doing, Jesse? Happy holidays. Happy holidays, although I would love to swap locations with you because that looks absolutely beautiful compared to the snow outside here. But uh, we'll work with it. Trust me, I get it. And it's game day here today, too, with the Panthers home to the Ottawa Senators. But I think your game's better, I do. And the Wild, who I've got in my NHL top five, are trying to avoid a third consecutive loss here tonight against the Canes. What's, what's happened with the Wild here in the last week? I mean, fun fact, they have not lost three in a row since Dean Ebsen has taken over as head coach. That's 96 games under Ebsen where they have not lost three in a row. So not to pre-jinx them, mm. but things are looking okay. I mean, I think... They weren't going to win them all, right? They had a great eight-game winning streak going. Um, they ran into a grind of a team in L.A. where Minnesota just came up very slow. And then a very high-paced back-and-forth game in Vegas, which is kind of exactly what you'd expect to see out of those two teams. But you're absolutely right. Against Carolina today, it's going to be another close one. It's going to be a good one, an exciting one for sure. You know, I'm interested, and I've been following Dean Evison's career since he played with the Kamloops Blazers in the mid-'80s. He was a tremendous junior player, tremendous junior coach, and <laughs> clearly very good in the National Hockey League. What's his message been here in the last week? Because is it kind of what you just said? They weren't going to win them all? Every team goes through it, or every, every team goes through its uh, swoons. Is that just what this is? I mean, it is, and I think he has enough confidence and belief in that locker room, as do the players, that there's no real concern that it's going to turn into a big, huge slump. It's kind of take game by game, day by day, um, and move forward from there. Respect the opponent that you're playing on the other end of the ice, whether they are you know, top of the league like the Toronto Maple Leafs and they come to town or like the Hurricanes here, or whether they're bottom of the league like the Arizonas and, and whatnot. So. Um, I don't think there's any panic in the room. I don't think there's any panic outside of the room either, which is exactly what you need heading into a big tilt tonight. You know, the uh, last time we had you on was the start of the season, and Minnesota was good. I don't know that they were great. But did you see this coming, especially with them buying out Parisi and Suter in the offseason? Like, I didn't know what that meant. I think you told me this does not signal a rebuild in any way, but they're better without those guys. Did we see that I coming? mean, yeah, I, 
You know, it, yes and no. I would love to have said, sure, I saw it coming. Of course, who didn't, right? Um, I think there was always the question because they, you know, jumped over and hurdled and achieved higher success yes, or last year that they weren't supposed to. They weren't expected to be as successful as they were last season. So there were those questions is, okay, well, if they achieve that with those guys like Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter, what are they going to do without them? So, I mean, long story short, no, I don't think top of the league was ever anybody's mind, especially in the central where it's such a tight race night in and night out. Um, but, you know, it's working. They're gelled together. I mean, it's a lot of new faces, but everybody seems to really be working as a cohesive unit, which is something that the Minnesota Wild, frankly, have been lacking for a, a little bit of time. But under new leadership with Jared Spurgeon as captain, Marcus Bellino and Matt Dumba as assistants, uh, and then obviously under Dean Evson and up top Bill Guerin, things have uh, really worked in their favor. Jesse, you just keep talking because as we're learning, it's lawn maintenance day <laughs> here today in South Florida. So uh, you're doing a tremendous job. You go on as long as you want, although I think you just go sure. around the corner and it's gone. But, the, you know, I'm glad it was the last time you were mine. on. I was like, oof. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. We were in the throes of the Kirill Kaprizov holdout, now that I think about it, the last time that we had John. And uh, he ended up signing. He's ended up dazzling, as we thought. Did you ever think, and did Wild fans ever think there was a chance that he was legitimately going to Russia and that, we had, that we'd seen the last of him? Oh, I mean, absolutely not. I, I think that was just a very, you know, little scheme made up by, uh, by his agents to try to get what they ended up getting, which is an $8 million a year deal. Um, you know, and I know there's been a lot of skepticism surrounding that. Is he worth it? Is he ready to be an $8 million a year player? Did not help his cause when he went scoreless for 10 games to start the season. Um, still finding the assist column, but not getting those goals that everybody is known to come and love. The reason why he was the Calder winner, why they wanted to sign him and bring him back so desperately. Um, you know, but he's kind of found his groove again at home in particular. He's had three multi-point games here. Uh, Minnesota Wild been doing really well at home. Um, I think he's settled in. I think he's happy to be back. Obviously, the fans, very happy to be back. Bill Guerin, also very happy to have Kirill Kaprizov back. Um, so to go back to the original question, no. You know, he had come, he snuck his way over into Florida to pre-quarantine even. That's how uh, kind of iffy he was on going back to Russia or not. So it's it's definitely great to have him back. It's uh, making for a very exciting element, obviously, with this Minnesota Wild team. Jesse Pierce with us from NHL.com. She covers the Wild and also the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Our viewers are very much enjoying the chat, Jesse. I appreciate it. And none more than me. Um, two words. Cam Talbot, a guy that was shown the door in Edmonton, shown the door in Calgary, and now he's backstopping one of the hottest teams in the National Hockey League. What is the deal with Cam Talbot in Minnesota that it's been such a great fit? I mean, I think that started last year again. He came in last year knowing that he had to kind of prove that he wasn't just a flash in the pan, that he was able to still be a very good goaltender, be a very good number one goaltender, because coming into this season as compared to last year, it wasn't going to be a tandem as much. Cam was going to have to carry the large majority of the starts with Capo still being kind of a rookie goaltender, frankly, and not being as strong. Um, and Cam has really held up to his end of the bargain. I think, you know, early on he was getting the wins, which was good, but he wasn't stealing any games. As of late, we have seen him absolutely steal games for the Minnesota Wild, which I love to see. It puts that confidence in him. Um, you know, again, he'll continue to get the bulk of starts moving forward here. And it's, it's just great to see he's in his groove. It, it, I can't say it enough. There is just a vibe around this room where every night 
they're going to make something special happen. And and lucky for them, most nights, that's been in the win column. Jesse, 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 I'm picking up what you're putting down. Vibes don't just happen or every team would do it. So who's responsible for it? Are you, are you thinking it's Dean Evason? Because they've been good pretty, since he, I, pretty much since he took over? Or what do you think it is? I mean, I think it's a credit to Dean, absolutely, right? I had questions when they took that interim tag off, like, can he can he pull this group together? Um, and he has done so with, with shining colors. I mean, it sounds very cliche, but he loves to remind us as media members, hey, it doesn't matter. We're all wearing wild jerseys. You play with any guy. You know, he hates us asking about his lines. He hates us kind of questioning some of those things because he really is all in on the team unity. Um, and it is something that, frankly, if I'm being honest, had been lacking a little bit in the Minnesota Wild locker room, not to downplay any guys who are no longer with the organization, but it was a different leadership. It was just a different team. It was a different group. And now you have guys like Spurgeon and Felino and Dumba who really want to unite this team together. You know, they're in the locker room. They make the best of the situation. And frankly, they're having a heck of a lot of fun doing it. Sure, you can say it's always fun to win, but I would flip it around and say you have to have fun in order to win as well. You know, you can't get down on the lows when the when they're low and you can't get too high when they're high. And I think that's the biggest difference in this team. They're just having fun together as one, one team, uh, which is something we haven't seen in quite some time. I hate that we're running out of time. Um, we do have a viewer question, but my I just have one for me. Lastly, how do you think this Bruce Boudreaux Vancouver Canucks experiment is going to turn out? Because frankly, we've had him on the show. I think he's a good guy. I'm really good friends with his agent. But I just look at Bruce Boudreaux and say, here's a guy fired everywhere he's ever been. And I know that's the wrong way to look at things, but it's also fact. Um, what did you think when they hired him and, and how do you see it playing out there? So you're not saying you're going, Bruce, there it is every night then exactly, right? <laughs> no, <in Vancouver. laughs> not yet anyways, no. Um, you know, I think with Vancouver deciding to bring in Bruce, they felt like they could make a change, right? I think that hiring in itself and for doing it more than just the end of, of the season kind of says like, hey, we think that he can get this team going. He can get them having fun, which Bruce, when he was here in Minnesota, that was something that he did successfully try to do is get these guys to have fun. I mean, his first year here, Minnesota Wild had had the most points in franchise history and they had finished one of the best uh, they had ever been. So, I mean, there is something to that. However, you know, the other shoe is going to drop. You guys aren't, again, it's not going to go undefeated here. Uh, you know, it's been an exciting thrill, I'm sure, for Vancouver fans. It's been very nice to see the win column once again, to see the streak continue. But um, yeah, I think once everybody settles in and things shake back into place, I that's when I'll be able to make a better assessment as to how Bruce and the team have really responded to each other. We have one minute uh, from Nelson Vo, a viewer, and he's our content creator. He says, Jesse, how crazy and awesome is the Minnesota High School State Hockey Tournament? Oh, my gosh. If I could have you guys come and if I recommend anything in Minnesota, it's come during March when the high school hockey tournament is going on. It is you have to you have to experience it to understand it. You really, really do. I mean, kids are out of school. It's a it's a holiday here in the state of hockey. Um, you know, there's the community-based programming that's very special to Minnesota where kids grow up wanting to play for their high school team. They don't want to play in the NHL necessarily. They don't want to play for college. They want to play for their high school team. So from the minute they put that high school or that uh, youth jersey on, that's what they want to do. They want to get to the X to play in the state tournament. You could ask any NHL Minnesota player around, and that's what he'll tell you as well. It's absolutely tremendous. Get out here in March if you can. 
and uh, check it out for yourself. Sounds amazing. Well, Jesse, I appreciate the time. You definitely know your stuff. Folks can uh, read her stuff at NHL.com and, of course, the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Thank you, Jesse. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Jesse Pierce joining us from many. When we come back, overtime, and that includes Taco Time Viewer Takeover. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Away we go. It's overtime. Proudly brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC, the National Hockey League, and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. And we got the moose back in his chair. He's in the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And I just noticed the commercial here for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions in the break. I want to say that yesterday's Rockstar of the Day for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions was from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Adam Big Hill. Number four, uh, Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions specializes in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. We can put uh, the lovely face of the moose back on. By the way, hour two of the program brought to you by Original 16. Extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you. And Taco Time viewer takeover for Taco Time every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. For only $2 each, the biggest decision you'll have to make is hard or soft shell, beef or veggie. And I see uh, there's a plug in here for Rod's rant for Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Call us today and book your duct cleaning. But I wasn't ranting on anything today. You saw our friend Janelle watching from the Bridge City Moose. I don't know if you saw her comment or not. She said, Rod's spicy today, and I'm here for it. But it was more playful punchy than outright irritated like yeah. yesterday. It's a good place to be, right? It's a good place. To be. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, I know. so it's uh, the lawn <laughs> maintenance. Watch, watch. Hang on. No, you, you got. Can put, yeah, he's going to come around the corner here. There he is. Full screen. There he is. <laughs> yeah, How buddy. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> it's hot. He's got the towel me. on. <laughs> uh, it is what I tell you. I told I you that it. on a morning meeting. It's like 28 degrees here today. Um, John Ohm, who's already won the $50 gift card once from Taco Time, he's going after another. He's in Winnipeg, and he says, Ron, what do you call an ocean full of tacos? A flotilla. I don't get it. Like tortilla, I think. But a like float, a float tia? like a float, an iceberg. I now, I, yeah. I didn't. Can we have repeat winners or not? What do you think? Sure. Although Shane, did you see Shane's earlier about uh, if he had nope. too many tacos? If he had any, what if he say? had too many tacos? If he had twenty-five tacos, he'd wind up in Tacoma. Tacoma. <laughs> Okay, cool. okay, okay, okay. I, we got to keep that because I also like Craig in Calgary and his comment about uh, can we all just agree that four tacos are better than three? Because that at least hilarious. I like that because that at least can we just have these like I want to start giving away good sports takes, right? 
And at least that's a comment about four downs versus three downs. I like it. Um, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes that and he says, have we touched on the most Saskatchewan thing ever? Mosaic Stadium will be hosting a curling skins game between Dunstone and Cooey. That is frankly the first I heard of it. I'm not against it, but let's wait until tomorrow and we'll get some more uh, information before we go any further on that because uh, we've got friends on both teams, not the least of which is Matt Dunstone, but yeah, um, Hebert from Team Cooey. So let's talk about it more tomorrow. Buford is watching on YouTube. He says, I'm waiting for the answer to Rod's question of where and why the change to four downs. Crickets. There's your answer, Rod. Answer is it would ruin our game. I couldn't agree more. I want to know where it came from. Did it come from Ambrosi? Did it come from the media? I don't know where it came from, but I'd mark it down. I don't believe it'll ever happen. Um, Roger in Calgary, he's not letting it go, Moose. He says, you're going to be broadcasting from the Max Midget Hockey Tourney over Christmas holidays. That has to be it. <laughs> you're not even close. You are not even in the same. No. No. Nope. Jason, you look, listen, you just clammed right up, man. Keep guessing. You've, Keep we've guessing. Got- you're okay with the hints? Oh, I love them. You're still okay with announcing it on Friday? Yes, yes. Jason in Red Deer says, I love this show. Taco about a great time. That's pretty good, too. I'm going to slow it down. Slow your roll, guys. Tuesday. <laughs> right. Don't shoot your wad by Tuesday. Got all night. Um, last minute, last minute of play in the RP show. Uh, Jennifer in the, from the four seasons says, she says, I say the juniors. Nope. That's a hard no. They're getting somewhat warm, but they are nowhere near close. (laughs) How about that moose? Right. Warmer, but Uh, 2022. I'll just tell you that. 2022. Yes. Randy from the peg writes, and he's watching text on the 902 line. Hey, Rod, any Norris trophy talk down there for Aaron Ekblad? He's my early choice. Oh, my God. We were talking about that in the press box the other day at FLA Live Arena. Aaron Ekblad is a stud, stud man. He's so good, gets no credit. That's why the Panthers want the media coverage. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Moose. Thank you. At noon Eastern on Game Plus. That Facebook Live comment is contractually binding, just so you know. (laughs) Hot take. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.